Okay. What would be our ideal life in 5, 10, and 20 years? So that card is actually from Our Moments. So if you guys want to check them out, we'll leave a link. But I, I pulled that question when we were going through the questions. I was like, this question actually sticks out because July 6, 2024 will represent five years since we have been married. And I asked you before we hit record, was this what you thought of when you thought about five years from 2019? Is this what you thought of? And what did you say? Mm -mm. Literally. Mm -mm. I'm being honest. I didn't see it this way. So what did you see? I saw a little bit further by now. Okay. Yeah. Explain so the reason I say that is financially career, mm -hmm. like I'm now just getting in a career that I considered for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and also just, um, us buying a home, different little things like that, which is not bad. We, we, we could, but we have made a solid decision to wait on certain things. Mm -hmm. So, and then some things have just had its appropriate timing. Yeah. Um, it ain't been a bad five years. It though. ain't been a bad five years. I would say... It's been great, actually. Yeah, for sure. I would say, for me, honestly, everything is, for the most part, what I expected. Um, there's only one factor, and... Quentin already knows that factor. And we won't share publicly, but um, outside of that one thing, I'm really like, this is what I expected. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing something new. You know, for those that don't know, I am in a master's program. And that program, I will be completing that program in May of this year, 2024. So... That is something different because I did, I actually put on my vision board, I found some documents from like 17 to 18 and I did actually say I wanted to go to school and get my master's degree, but it was actually in a different area. So I got my master's, I am pursuing a master's degree, but it's in a completely different area than what I initially said in the the vision board or the vision documents. Um, but yeah, I mean... That's so interesting. Like when we say the five, 10 to 20, because now if you go back even further, you know, we graduated 2011. So we've already had our 10 year reunion. So like thinking about high school Quentin to adult Quentin, does this time match what you thought? Cause now it's been over 10 years since we graduated. Well, that, like I said, I, <laughs> I was thinking to be a bit further. Mm -hmm. However, I understand appropriate timing and I see that that timing has really just been training grounds for something bigger than what I saw initially. Mm -hmm. What I saw was very minute and small 
compared to where we're going now. Mm-hmm. Like we can think of something like that's the ideal life, that's it. But that's so minute to what's in store to for what you. what God really has. Right. Yeah. So my thinking is not God's thinking. And clearly, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm reminded daily, weekly that it's bigger. It's bigger. bigger. But when something's bigger, it takes a little bit longer. Sometimes, like, to make the right business or make the right product, you have, it may take five, ten years. Or that 20. Or 20. Mm-hmm. To, like, make, to have the most amazing product or outcome. Mm-hmm. So, greatness takes time. That's it. Greatness does take time. And... Cultivating love takes time. You know, we had a clip um, on our page, and you guys can kind of go back and you'll see it. But it, the clip was about seasons. And I feel like we really need to understand in our relationships that there are different seasons. And like in this season of our lives, I really can say that we are maturing, you know, mm-hmm. like the Brianna and Quinn from high school, for those that know us from high school to the Brianna and Quinn today in adulthood and married to, you know, the next level that we so desire. It's like, I can honestly say, thank God for the maturing. Thank God for the testing. Thank God for the pruning because all of those things were preparation. And so we just want to encourage Couples out there who are dating, engaged, or already married that um, look back. Take a, take some time. This is our first tip. Number one, take some time and look back. Mm-hmm. Look back. There's actually a quote that says, look back and thank God. Look forward and thank God. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. either way, God is good. So take some time to look back. Yeah. I mean, in all things, thank God. Mm-hmm. So whether it's the, you know, my thinking, wanting to be ahead for, that's just the ambitious side of me, wanting more, wanting to, uh, and understanding like background makes a difference in yep. what you want. Like my background growing up was not terrible, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of work, work ethic, I had more of adulthood in childhood than the average kid. So I grew up fast. And um, I, I I appreciate my childhood, but I see where it has made me very ambitious, but I see where it can get in the way as Ooh. well um, of my personal development growth. You can want something so bad that you actually become a hindrance to yourself because you're fixated on one idea and that means you become closed-minded. Right. That's true. And I think that the second thing with looking back is, or the second tip we want to share is that once you look back, then look forward. You know, take some time to assess what can we do? Where are we now? 
And what can we do to get to the place we so desire? You know, some of us could look at our relationships and say, like me, it, it's kind of where I felt like it would be. And for Quentin, and I know he already shared, he feels like there's one or two areas that I thought would be further, right? So again, look back at your relationship, look forward. And honestly, the last step is appreciate the journey. Appreciate the journey because it allows you to begin to learn your partner more, express new ideas, and overall flourish. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to grow together. So in this next season of your marriage, your relationship, take time to look back. Take time to think forward or think ahead. And the last step is to appreciate the journey. Because either way, goal setting is very beneficial mm -hmm. for a relationship. But mm -hmm. also having enough wisdom and understanding to know that it might not happen the way you think. But just know that God says if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our heart. And so... I challenge everybody to delight yourself in your marriage and your relationship. Delight yourself in what God has already provided you all. And just have an expectation that he can do what you so desire him to do. I agree with everything you said. I mean, that was spot on. The only thing I will speak to is particularly men, husbands, like, and those even preparing to be husbands, like, the only aspect I would say, like being further in the marriage mm -hmm. is really external outside of the marriage, mm -hmm. but it has to deal with the marriage. Because when I talk about career and finances, not that it's bad. It's actually, we've been very blessed, mm -hmm. but I, there's a certain threshold. I just personally want it as a provider, as a, a man of the house, you just want to ensure your family is secured mm -hmm. and granted things can change at any moment, but it's just you, you, we have this different type of responsibility as a man. Our, our brain is wired different. It, it works different. We think responsibility. We think like making sure we are covered A to Z. Like we're, we're not, we can literally detach emotionally just to do what we need to do to make sure the family is good. Mm -hmm. And I won't say it's the best. It's not the best thing. Right. But it's something I think, especially in our generation, in this time, mm -hmm. that as men, we are learning to be more emotionally sound, per se, or available present yep um often in the past a lot of us i'm sure maybe uh particularly even in my own family like i saw uh very manly men very masculine like take care of the home work but sometimes they weren't emotionally present right so right. like they let the money speak for them but in all honesty it can't tell it money is not everything it's um it is a resource mm -hmm. 
and it can be very helpful, but you have to, uh, it's like a combo. You have to have the emotional side. You have to be in tune with your uh, family, your, your wife, your children, you know, and even bringing your, the collaborations of your family together. Mm -hmm. And it's our responsibility as men to make sure our families, our household is taken care of financially, but also emotionally and spiritually. Let mm -hmm. me not leave that out. Mm -hmm. So that's something I've been working through and learning over the course of the five years. And that's why I just wanted to clarify that. I know that sometimes uh, it's not something men typically talk about, but I think it should be talked about amongst yeah. men more. I agree. I agree. I think that this uh, this opportunity that we're sharing with you guys or are just like a glimpse of what we talk about, what we're thinking about is just us to help you guys with dialogue. You know, one of the things Quentin and I um, have worked really diligently on is communication. You know, it's funny now because again, we're talking about seasons. And so there are moments where I might start a sentence, but not finish it. And so he's like, Brianna, go ahead and say it. Say what's on your mind. Say the thought. Let's just go ahead. At the end of the day, let's go ahead and say with the elephant in the room, you know, and be done with it. And so nonetheless, it's just an opportunity for you and your spouse, your significant other to talk through, work through, assess where you guys are where you have been and where you desire to be. But we hope that the, the fruit of this conversation is to appreciate the journey. Mm -hmm. That's like the fruit of the message. Appreciate the journey. And remember, we call ourselves our podcast Resilient Love because the journey of your relationship will begin to build a level of resilience, a level of like overcoming adversities and building up that love, building up that strength, building up your faith. That's why God gave us resilient love because he wanted us to express that, exude that and share that with you all that you can have a fruitful marriage. You can have a fruitful relationship, you know, but you have to understand that there will be times of pressing and you got to just stay on the wall for the marriage, but stay there. Right. Like Joshua said, I believe <laughs> be of good courage. <laughs> Joshua one and nine, be of good courage. The Lord, your God is with you. You know, wherever you may go, he'll be there with you. So trust God to be with you throughout your journey, throughout your relationship, and be of good courage. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope, you know. And and last but not least, just pray together, you know. Spend time together, pray together, and let that prayer begin to bring forth more intimacy. I think that society, and Quentin and I talked about this, Society has this intimacy is only in a more private setting, but intimacy is also being vulnerable in conversation. 
intimacy is also going into prayer and sharing the heart that you have for your spouse, for what you desire for your relationship, etc. You know, that's also intimacy, vulnerability, and we cannot lose that. Mm-hmm. We got to keep that. We got to we got to cultivate that. You know, if that's not something you and your significant other do together, which is pray or or share like very very intimate like I was thinking this or I want to do that, like sharing your heart. Like we have to share our heart with our spouse. You know, we give our heart to God, but in us giving our heart to God, when we said I do, we gave our heart to our spouse too. So having that trust to know that as I give my heart to God, I'm giving it to Quentin and vice versa. As Quentin gives his heart to God, he's giving it to Brianna. And so trusting that there will be a level of care, you know, fragile. You know how the packages say, um, <laughs> handle with care. Mm-hmm. That's what your you and your spouse should be doing. Handling each other's emotional, physical, spiritual thoughts and ideas with care. Because that's what God does for us. You know, he cares for us. So, all right. Peace out. And just have the conversation. That's the main thing. And nevertheless, be resilient, stay resilient, and always choose resilience. And you'll get love. Bye.